Hey guys, just to let you know that I recorded this in a lot of different takes due to me being at work while I was doing this. So if the audio sounds a little funny, I'm terribly sorry, um, but I still hope you enjoy the episode. Let's get started. Hey y'all, hey! Um, this is Maya, and welcome to Low Notes Podcast. This is our fifth episode. I'm excited about that because when I tell you I struggle to keep things going, like I will have all these ideas and I will pick them up and I'll be so dedicated to that idea, right? And then like a month later, I don't even know what, what I'm even talking about anymore. Like, <laughs> so yeah, well, all my folks with ADHD, woo, 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 woo. I know y'all understand. Um, but yeah, so I guess I always like to start with like a little update on my life and how I'm doing personally, because I feel like it builds a relationship, you know, with my audience, you know, a little solidarity never hurt nobody. Um, but so I guess personally, I'm doing actually really well, shockingly well. I have no complaints, been pretty grateful lately. Um, I've gotten a new job, which is freaking amazing. Actually, I'm currently at my job right now recording this podcast. (laughs) So if you hear any weird noises, that's why, you know, I'm just trying to, I guess, multitask, you can say, but unfortunately I got to get this coin because we have to work for a living thanks to the capitalist machine. Uh, yeah, but other than that, yeah, just doing good, enjoying friends, enjoying life, traveling a little bit, um, especially since the new Delta variant wants to, like, really shut this shit the fuck down again, which I'm not against or anything like that. I've, I've been trying to wear my mask more in public spaces, even though I'm vaccinated and stuff like that, and I've had COVID before. Um, I still try and, like, wear my mask as much as I can, but the new Delta variant definitely is about to, it has America in a chokehold for real. So I'm, I'm masked up regardless. Um, yeah. So, oh, but I hope it doesn't shut everything down quite so soon because I have a personal stake in it this fall. (laughs) But if it's between me getting to go on my trips and saving thousands of lives, I'm going to choose to save the thousands of lives. Although, be a little salty about my trips, though. But <laughs> I would much rather be responsible than, than I guess, be in Hawaii. But <laughs> <laughs> woo! Anywho, I guess actually, you know what? I don't, I still don't know what I'm going to call this next segment because happy hour again, it's never happy. Never. It's never happy. I'm going to just start calling it good news, bad news. (laughs) But this time it's pretty much all bad news. Um, The world is in a, is in a a toozy, a tussy, a toozy, a tati, a kuna matata. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, so Lil Nas X's new music video for Industry Baby has caused quite a 
Girl. Um, it has over 50 million views on YouTube. And with that, it has 2.5 million likes and then 182,000 dislikes. And the reason why that this has like become such a, I would say a hot topic is because of course niggas have homophobic shit to say or like, um, or like Boosie had said, oh, why does he have to showcase his sexuality like that? Like, boo-boo-boo-boo. Like, he's, um, <laughs> he was talking about, um, he's making it hard for niggas to be straight or something like that. Something along those lines. And I say to that nigga, shut the fuck up. Like, what are you talking about? You cannot, the same way you can't influence someone to be straight, you cannot influence people to be gay. People are gonna, are gonna want to be themselves regardless. Like, if, somebody watches industry baby and then they go out and suck a dick and they like it that was not because of industry baby that was because that is what they actually wanted they wanted to (laughs) they wanted to dive into their own sexuality and i do feel like men should be allowed to experiment with their sexuality without being labeled as gay or bisexual or anything like that um and so yeah i just don't I don't know. I just think it's really fucked up that like people are so focused on his sexuality. Like, um, and I know that he came out and it was a huge thing, um, for the hip hop community, for an artist to be publicly gay and to also be as somewhat big as Lil Nas X is. He is pretty, um, a big star. And I mean, honestly, if you focus on the music for real, for real, his music fucking bops. Like, it's really good to me personally. I added Industry Baby to my playlist. I found it um, super hype. Like, I can't wait to go work out to that song type shit. Um, It's just really motivating. And I thought that the video was actually really, really good. It was very cinematic at that. It had a lot of good, like, imagery. And, like, it was just very well put together to me and I felt like I watched a movie in four minutes like type shit it was really good um and I also thought it was pretty comical like I don't know Lil Nas X is like really really creative to me like he goes out of the box for a lot of things and like honestly and then the music video that like the concept actually was to help like push his charity which is called the Bell Project um, and I'm just going to read like this little thing from his website because it's just so cool to me that he's deciding to do this and like, and it's really, it really helps the community. So like, why I hate on it? You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. So it says, hi, it's me, Lil Nas X. Music is the way I fight for liberation. It's my act of resistance. But I also know that true freedom requires real change in how the judgment the criminal justice system works, starting with cash bail. This isn't just theoretical for me, it's personal. I know the pain that incarceration brings to a family, and I know the disproportionate impact that cash bail has on Black Americans. People like Vita from New Orleans, Cameron from Austin, and Leticia from Baton Rouge, their stories remind us why we must take action. So I'm doing something about it, and I join you to invite me. Ending cash bail is one of the most important civil rights issues of our time. Donate what you can to the Bell X Fund. Let's bring people home, and let's fight for freedom and equality. Like, are you fucking kidding me? 
how could you not like this nigga? Like, how could you not like this? You're like, yeah, he's an internet troll. It's just a part. He's an internet baby. You know what I'm saying? He's literally a product of the technology age. You know, his generation is like that. And I find it absolutely entertaining. I don't know about anybody else. I think it's funny, like how much he trolls and like that's his reaction to things. And he doesn't let things get to him. And like the fact that people are saying like, oh, like um, niggas are too sensitive nowadays. Like he's like the complete opposite. He's not, his response to people uh, constantly demonizing his sexuality and being homophobic is to literally troll niggas. And that is so funny to me. Like, and I love it. I think it's a really, I think uh, a way to turn like a negative into a positive type thing. But like, I just feel like personally, like niggas is making up everything in the book as to why their comments aren't homophobic or what have you. When in actuality, is just homophobic. Like you're just being homophobic. Like the reason you don't like the video is because is it's a bunch of gay niggas dancing, and and that's point being period. And it made you uncomfortable for some very strange reason. <laughs> like, when will straight men get it through their head that? Uh, another nigga being gay does not challenge your sexuality. Like, if you're straight, you're straight. Then that shouldn't be a problem for you, right? Right? Or you secretly on the DL and you're afraid to get caught the fuck up. That's literally the only other option to me. Like, just embrace yourself. Stop hiding behind internalized homophobia and projecting it outwards and suck a dick. How about that? <laughs> Period. Like it's not really like like um like that shirt or that that twitter thing had said like why be homophobic when you could just shut the fuck up like literally i i think homophobia and the only thing that grinds my gears more than that is probably racism to be honest capitalism is up there too but <laughs> i could just start on a whole rant about any of those things but um, yeah, I I support Lil Nas X. I hope that he doesn't go to jail. I'm gonna be sad. Um, I really like him, like I said, as a person, as an artist. Um, even, ever since he came out with um, his uh, hit record, Old Town Road, I mean, he's just likable. Um, and as long as he continues doing good in this world, like I'm gonna support JIT, you know? Big ups. <laughs> yeah so there's that but moving on and not really away from the topic technically but i was going to talk about kanye west's listening party and naomi osaka versus megan kelly but i had to clear all of that shit out the way for uh to talk about the incident at rolling loud with the baby because what the entire fuck like what is wrong with these niggas bro i don't i just don't understand okay so if you don't know someone posted a recording of the baby from his rolling loud set where he goes on a completely unprovoked rant stating and i quote <laughs> i quote this if you didn't show up with if you didn't show up today with hiv AIDS or anything dealing with sexually transmitted diseases that'll make you die in two, three weeks, put your cell phone lighter, lighting up. 
Ladies, if your pussy smell like water, put your cell phone light in the air. Fellas, if you ain't sucking dick in the parking lot, put your cell phone light up. End quote. What the fuck? So not only did this man stigmatize HIV and AIDS, like by saying that uh, sexually transmitted diseases that'll make you die in two, three weeks. Like, first of all, HIV doesn't do that. AIDS don't even do that, baby. Like, that was so uncalled for, like spreading false information, basically. And secondly, you could be isolating someone in the um, in the um, in the audience like unnecessarily. Like, why was that something that you wanted to say during your your performance? Like, I think that that was like really fucked up. And also, it just made me feel like it just <laughs> it just made me feel like he got something going on. Like, this doesn't make no sense. Like that, how random that shit was. Um, additionally, like the fellas, if you ain't sucking dick in the parking lot, put your cell phone light up. Huh? What? Oddly specific. Like what? (laughs) Why did you feel the need to isolate, isolate gay men? Like, why would, why did you feel the need to do that? Like, it didn't make any sense. And he just further dug himself into a hole after it's like it, this shit. (laughs) <laughs> it had already hit the fan when he decided to just like randomly go on this rant, but um, he posted a video um, of him talking about his life perform oh, about, well, about how his life performance wasn't for the internet and that if niggas wasn't there, they shouldn't be speaking about it because it's for the people that paid for it. <laughs> like you do know this. Okay, never mind. I'm not even going to say that. But um, how, and then he said how a five to six second clip can be taken out of context. Really, the baby? In what context was that? What what context is going to make that not be homophobic and uh, offensive to people who might be suffering from HIV or, or uh, well, I should say not suffering, living with HIV and AIDS? What? Huh? <laughs> Uh, and talking about the internet flipped his words, bitch, you flipped your damn brain and fried it. Okay. It's well done. (laughs) If you think that like, that was just okay to say. And additionally, I feel like in that same, not, not in the uh, original clip at Rolling Loud, but in his IG, um, story video that he posted, he literally equated gay people with HIV. Um, well, or equated, basically, he was using the the logic that HIV is a gay man's disease. Like, no boo. Anyone can get HIV. As a matter of fact, I think still to this day that uh, HIV affects Black women the most. <laughs> but um, on top of that, he said that um, gay people with HIV are quote unquote, nasty niggas and that his fans aren't nasty niggas. Like his gay fans are classy. His gay fans weren't offended by what he said. His, I was like, nigga, what the fuck are you talking about? Like he made an excuse for himself so stupidly. Like instead of just apologizing, nigga. I mean, the only thing that he really said 
um, that even sounded like an apology was that, you know, he was like, I'm apologized for what I said about, you know, the HIV and AIDS things, because I, I can see how that can be insensitive, but everything else he was okay with, like, <laughs> like what, but it was like, okay, he found it. And he said, he found that what he said wasn't sensitive, but continue to dig a deeper hole for him in regards to HIV and AIDS. Like, sir, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Just be quiet. Like, <laughs> And he also equated to the fact that if you do have HIV or AIDS, that you don't take proper care of yourself, which is also not a fact. Anyone can get it. It doesn't matter how squeaky fucking clean you are. It doesn't matter if you are a mom with three kids, you got uh, a degree uh, from Harvard, um, you've only, you've never broken the law, never been in jail, anything. That bitch can have AIDS too. Like she can have AIDS too. It's it's not a junkie's disease. It's not a gay man's disease. It can affect anybody. And I just feel like he villainized people who have HIV and AIDS who are living with that that disease that is currently not curable, but it is getting to a point where people can live long and happy lives with um with the disease or with the virus. Like, or they can um get to a point where um it's not detected in their blood anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not a death sentence. It's been not a death sentence for years now. And so him spewing like this just stupidity all over the stage and continuing to do so in his live and got niggas co-signing him, it's just completely wild to me. Like, off the charts wild. Like, I want to throw up or throw up, throw him, pick him up because he only like five foot. <laughs> this thing are probably like five foot, five foot, 180 pounds of muscle. That just is crazy to me though. You you know how muscular you have to be to be 100? Anyway. Um, <laughs> and then like, again, continues to dig himself into a deeper hole. Um, in a string of tweets, he offered a very vague apology after the IG video just didn't do it. <laughs> he was like, oh, damn, niggas is still complaining. Okay, I thought I did a good job. You didn't. Where's the publicist at? Where's the publicist? <laughs> but uh, he says, anybody who done ever been affected by AIDS slash HIV, y'all got the right to be upset. What I said was insensitive, even though I have no intentions on offending anybody. Okay, um, so my apologies. And then he goes on, but the LGBT community, I ain't tripping on y'all, do you? Y'all business is y'all business. What kind of backhanded shit is that? Like, <laughs> yo, I just want to scream. Like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, and I feel like for some very, well, I understand. I, I know why I feel like the black community has homophobia has a death grip on the black community as I feel like a lot of black people are like, I guess you could say they feel like it's unfair that gay, gay people are making such uh, lee, uh leeway with like, uh, um, well, civil, both civil and human rights, like in that regard compared to black people, like um, racism has been around for centuries and like, we are literally, if not on the same playing field, the gay people are winning. 
<laughs> and it's just like, bro, why do you view it that way? It doesn't, we should be banding together, not going against each other. This ain't no motherfucking competition. There's one enemy. And that's the heterosexual white man. That is literally it. That is cisgendered white men. That, that that is the enemy. Like, what are we doing? Why? Uh, and also, I feel like I don't know. For some reason, like black men view gay men as a threat to their masculinity, or as a threat to like black men's overall like like um. Uh, how black men are perceived in society, basically. Um, they feel like gay, um, black men being gay uh, makes them being perceived as uh, more fragile or weaker or just, you know, overall seen as less in society. And that's just, that's something that y'all fucking made up because <laughs> it's, that's just not the truth. Somebody they trying to tarnish the black man's image. No. There are black men who are gay. That is a fact. Like, what are you talking about? Oh my gosh. Like, and then you're also isolating your uh, gay black brothers and sisters. Like, what the fuck? You're not being pro-black if you're being homophobic. Point blank, period. That is a fact. <laughs> and um, I was having a conversation with one of my um, close friends too. And I think that really put it in perspective for me about how I think about things because it made me realize that I be holding niggas to how I see the world. And that's why I get so upset with some of my friends for the opinions that they have, because I'm like, how do you not view this as homophobic? Like it's very clearly homophobic to me. But the difference is that most of society thinks that homophobia and also racism has to be so blatantly hateful, like so blatantly bigoted. And that's just not the case. It can be anything. It can be microaggressions. It can be so many different things. It's not one face. Homophobia does not have one face. You don't have to be yelling on the corner every week with a sign saying, I hate gay people or gay people are going to hell to be homophobic. No, it can be as simple as being like, mm, I don't like how Lil Nas X is um, par uh, parading around the streets with his sexuality on his shoulder. Like, I don't like that. Like, nigga, that's homophobic. You don't like that because he's gay. Because if a girl was on the street parading her sexuality or whatever, you would find that ultimately attractive. So I don't want to hear it. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I just don't want to hear it. Like, but I think I hold... I just think I hold like a different set. I think I just have a, a different view of what homophobia is. I have a stronger view of what homophobia is because that's just literally what it is. Like, um, and I personally think that being homophobic is wrong. To me, that's a fact. Being homophobic is wrong. I think it's immoral. To me, that's a fact. To some people, it's a matter of opinion. That's not how I view things. Like, it's not a matter of opinion to me. Like, if you're homophobic, you're wrong. You're just wrong for that. I don't care about how you grew up. I don't care about none of that shit. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. About none of that shit. Stop being fucking homophobic. Like, <laughs> um, and additionally, running to the baby's aid, of course, is the home <laughs> is these fucking idiots, T.I. and Boosie, like 
bro, if those are the niggas coming to your aid, you you are clearly dead wrong. You're on the wrong side of history. Like, those are two niggas you don't want to back you. Matter of fact, if I was a baby and them niggas came out the woodworks and was like, yeah, bro, and I'd be like, damn, bro. These are two niggas that are always in the middle of controversial topics. I probably should fucking self-check. I should probably reflect on what I've just said and try and learn from this because if these niggas is backing me, I have some self-editing to do. Like, <laughs> like, and I feel like they made things even worse, like by publicly speaking out about it. Like, so TI, I'm I'm gonna go. <laughs> Y'all probably think this is my main topic. It's not. I just so passionate about it. But like, um, so TI said, and I quote, like I pulled these quotes um from from their actual videos. Okay, so TI says, everyone is up in arms and upset about what the baby said. I understand people saying that they feel that it's insensitive. I think you guys have to understand that on stage, that's not a place that rappers go to be sensitive and soothe everybody's feelings. It's a place to go have a good time. Pause. TI, how the fuck, how the fuck is gonna have a good time? imagine being gay in the crowd and you one of your favorite artists that you idolize is going on a fucking homophobic rant now all of a sudden you're like what the fuck nigga i'm not having a good time so and you think that going on a homophobic rant is an ideal like is a definition of a good time for an artist that's something that they should they should be doing on stage like it's not about being sensitive or being insensitive it's about having common fucking sense to not say fucked up shit. Like, it'd have been different. Like, okay, you go up there and be like, fuck the police. Cool. Everybody don't like police. <laughs> that's generally, that's generally an okay thing to say. But you cannot go up there and be like, fuck gay people. Or you can't go up there and be like, if you're a white artist, be like, fuck black people. Like, that's just shit you cannot do. What is, that's because that's wrong. <laughs> Like, what the hell? Okay, play. Um, <laughs> he went on to say, why do words cause such visual reaction, cause such a visual reaction that will lead someone trying to, uh, that will lead to someone trying to attack, villainize, demonize, crucify, and condemn? That shit is like, you now, you know, bullying. We all have, we all stood up on behalf of gays and lesbians and people in the gay community because we thought it was some bullshit for y'all to have been bullied. But I don't think any of us did that to feel like, you know, oh, but I'm sorry, this nigga can't talk. But I, <laughs> but I don't think any of us did that to feel like you would now have the authority to come and bully us. Pause again. Tia, what the hell are you talking about? Bullying rappers? More like, so so now you're equating bullying to holding a nigga accountable for what the fuck he said. Like, first of all, I feel like the baby wouldn't be trying to backtrack if he knew what the fuck he said wasn't wrong. Like, that, I mean, he's already admitting to fault there. But additionally, no one is bullying this big grown ass nigga. Like, what? 
the hell are you talking about? Um, and first of all, you talking about why do words cause such a visual reaction? So, Ti, if someone ran up you, a white person ran up you and said, "Nigger," you mean to tell me that wouldn't cause a, a visceral reaction in you? Let's not act like words don't hurt, nigga. <laughs> like, let's not act like that. Like, he's he's gaslighting the fuck out of this shit. Like, what are you talking about? And <laughs> talking about we all stood up on behalf. Oh yeah, really? You did the bare minimum. This is what you did, T.I. You think that because you even thought about tolerating gay people that you're some fucking hero? No, nigga, you're not. <laughs> Boy, bye. Anyway, he later at it. <laughs> he just keeps going. <laughs> you don't get to condemn people just because they think differently than you. That's not equality. That's not justice. And that's not hip hop. Just being honest. So let me get this straight. <laughs> Holding someone accountable for going on a homophobic rant is now not a part of hip hop. So you're basically saying that the hip hop culture parallels homophobia. I I can't write this shit, guys. I promise you, I I can't. I couldn't make this up if I tried. <laughs> it's like niggas don't even just be fucking checking themselves, bro. Literally self editing would do these people so much good. Or if they just stop thinking that, I think T.I., again, he read that dictionary over and over again, memorized things, got to that thesaurus, started flipping through that bitch too. And now he just thinks that he's the fucking, the most knowledgeable hood nigga there is. Like, no, you're not. <laughs> it's somebody to condemn people just because they think differently than you. No, it, Again, I'm going back to what I said earlier. For me, being homophobic is immoral. So it's not a matter of thinking differently. Like, you just dead-ass wrong. <laughs> you just dead-ass wrong to me. Like, I don't, it's, it's not a matter of thinking differently. I don't give it. And then also my, um, my friend, the same convo that we were having, um was saying that, you know, I can't really fault him because, you know, you got to think about how the baby was raised, like, and what community he grew up in. Like, bro, you, y'all got to stop making excuses for these niggas. Like, the more you make excuses for them, the more you enable them, and the more they feel like they can just do whatever the fuck they want. I am a fan of holding not just celebrities accountable, but anybody accountable, your friends, everything. Because if you continue to enable things, it will continue to happen. Like you continue to let people say homophobic shit, they're going to be homophobic. You continue to not challenge people who, uh, you continue to not challenge people who say racist shit, they're going to continue to be racist. Um, if you continue uh, to uh, let your homeboy take girls home who are drunk, he's gonna continue to be a fucking rapist. Like you need to call your, you need to call people out on their bullshit, bro. Like it's just a system of accountability can help society a lot. Like it, it really ain't that hard to wrap your mind around. Like <laughs> I, I just want better for my own personal community. I love black people. I love being black. But it be shit like this that just pisses me the fuck off. Like, why? Because they're acting like being gay is just a white thing. Like, there are black gay people, okay? 
There's a huge community. Matter of fact, you can go to say that black people created the gay community. Like, <laughs> they're the reason why there is a community. We built this shit brick by motherfucking brick. <laughs> so the fact that like, they're just like all these homophobic black men in positions of, I guess you could say power, they got money. <sighs> Trying to denote what is and what is not like a part of our culture, I feel like it's just fucking crazy to me. Like, <laughs> I'm speaking specifically about T.I., but just feel like it's just so far from them. Like, no, nigga, it's right in your backyard, buddy. <laughs> um, and last but not least, of course, Boosie had to come out the fucking woodworks and say some dumb shit, too. Um, he said... Everybody, <laughs> I'm sorry, this shit just tickled me. Every Everybody ain't with their nephew sucking dick. Not everybody with that shit. You just can't put that shit on everybody and expect it to be cool. I can't expect people not to be homophobic and let people live their lives peacefully. I can't expect, I can't expect that. Okay, all right. Um, And he, he goes on to say, cause he loves talking about Lil Nas X. Like this nigga is obsessed with Lil Nas X if you ask me. Um, he said, uh, Lil Nas X said he want to perform naked on stage for charity. You don't fuck with him like you fuck with the baby. Be even sided. <laughs> you don't feel that you don't feel that's disrespect going dance naked. You don't think that's disrespect. That's disrespect in front of boys who trying to be straight. It's total disrespect what <laughs> first of all Lil Nas X was fucking trolling this nigga's not gonna dance on stage naked for charity he's just being fucking funny like um and even if he fucking was so the fuck what like I don't I don't know like it's not it's not something that would actually happen so I don't even know why he's even talking about it but like and then the fact that he's talking about be even sided nigga you be even sided you're the one who's fucking homophobic like Nigga, you see the other side of the fucking rainbow. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and then somebody, you don't feel the disrespect. <laughs> Going to dance in front of boys who trying to be straight. I know he probably didn't mean it the way that he said it, but the way that it literally translates is just so comical because like, if you're trying to be straight, then you should probably just be gay. Like... <laughs> or bisexual, like, if you have to try, it's not for you, boo-boo. Like, if you are fighting urges, like I said earlier, just suck a dick. Like, I promise you your life will get better. Like, just step into who the fuck you are, like, and stop hiding. I feel like, at this point, I'm supporting all of the fucking, like, Boosie is so too openly homophobic, and he's so small, and so I'm just like, if you're a bottom, just say that. Like, if you're on the DL, like, the internalized homophobia is showing, boo. Like, we need to cover that up. <laughs> and, but it just doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Like, I mean, of course, I know people, you probably already read a lot of the stuff about, like, the rebuttals for Boosie and stuff like that, because I mean, he's a walking rebuttal. Like 
he's a walking uh what is it hypocrite there we go walking hypocrite because as much as he talks about not wanting his kids to be gay or anything else to be gay but he constantly introduces his kids to sex and and grown-ass women and um went as far as to set up head for this nigga got had his son raped basically like um orally raped and it's just like a bro you one need to be in jail but two need to just shut the fuck up like just stop talking don't say anything else I just hate when niggas like this have a, a platform to even reach niggas' ears. Like, you're not just in your hood spewing shit. You're on the, on, <laughs> you're on Al Roker's internet. <laughs> Spreading fucking vile thoughts. Like, and it's just sickening. And I'm, I'm, I'm gonna end it with this for the last and fucking final time. You cannot program children to be gay. Just the same way you can't program children to be straight. But what you can do is let these babies be who the fuck they want to be. As long as they ain't killing nobody, as long as they ain't hurting nobody, let these babies live. Let these people step into who the fuck they are, what makes them happy. The world ended anyway. <laughs> like let them do what makes them happy. I don't understand like why that's such an issue for people. Like oh, I don't like just cuz you wouldn't do it, right? And anything that people other people wouldn't do, they look down upon, they have a fucking issue with it. It don't make no damn sense. Like child. <laughs> Not I just started preaching. <laughs> But on that note, I'm going to take a quick break as we get back to our main topic. As I said, the world's ending, so <sighs> just enjoy life while you have it, bro. <laughs> I'll be back. I'm back. So, um, I'm going to give you a quick update on the baby situation first before I get into the main topic because I just don't have a lot of information on the main topic. I, I would say I don't have a lot of information to share, I should say. It's, it's info, but, you know. And also, I recorded these on, like, two completely different days. So, I know the audio is just all over the place. I'm so sorry, y'all. I'll give a disclaimer in the beginning, but... <laughs> I'm struggling. I'm trying to make time. So, again, apologies. But, yeah, so the baby posted. I should say his fucking team posted. This don't really shine like no shit that he might say. I don't know. This is what it says. Social media moves so fast that people want to demolish you before you even have the opportunity to grow, educate, and learn from your mistakes. Bitch, we demolished you. Because, anyway, I'm just keep reading. Oh, as a man who has had to make his own way from very difficult circumstances, having people I know publicly working against me and knowing that what I needed was education on these topics and guidance has been challenging. First of all, how the fuck, what, what does your circumstance have to do with that? Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, 
I hate when people try to blame their background on like dumb shit they do. I mean, nurture versus nature, cool, whatever. Yeah, the argument's fun, but like at the end of the day, like you're you're not twelve years old. You should know right from wrong by now. You should know that that shit that you said was unnecessary and and you just shouldn't have said it. Like you you know better. I don't know if you was off that shit or what, but like I don't want to hear any of that. You too grown. You too grown for that. I appreciate the many people who, <laughs> not, I just get right back in. I appreciate the many people who came to me with kindness, who reached out to me privately to offer wisdom, education, and resources. That's what I needed, and it was received. First of all, why? I hate when people who be dead the fuck ass wrong be expecting niggas to be kind about them being wrong. Like, that shit just hit your ego. That's what that's what happened. It hit your ego. Your your ego on any other given day be on a milli, and on that day it was in the fucking trash, and it made you feel some type of way, and it just probably went all the way to your insecurities about how short you are and all this other shit, <laughs> and you just you chose not to receive the tr- criticism incorrect, like um wrong. I feel like because. No, you didn't deserve to be came with the kindness because you didn't show that same kindness when you was go- running off at the fucking mouth. So I don't want to hear any of that. Like, whatever. Niggas always be one like, there's a different way that you could have said that, bro. And I probably would have. Rec- no, you wouldn't have because you didn't want to be corrected in the first place. That was the whole problem. You just didn't want to be corrected. Like, um, <laughs> and he's low key gaslight. Not, not you mad that niggas is mad. But anyway. Um, he says, I want to apologize to the LGBTQ plus community for the hurtful and triggering comments I made. Again, I apologize for my ins- misinformed comments about HIV slash AIDS. And I know education on this is important. Love to all. God bless. Baby, when <laughs> this nigga decided to do that because the check did not clear. Okay. They they snatched his little ass off of the I. Please forgive me because I know I'm going to slaughter this fucking festival title. Lollapalooza, something like that. The the music, big music festival. They snatched his name off that shit. Now, I don't think they probably should have put out like a whole statement piece about why they did that. That was unnecessary. I think people knew why, but, and their, their statement piece was just kind of (laughs) dumb. It was just kind of dumb, like. I know that uh, one of my friends sent me um, this post by DJ Academics, which I don't usually like to quote this nigga, but um, he's he said, um, "Oops, oops, 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 actually touched something." Oh my gosh! Okay, um, he says it's just weird how festivals are putting out these elaborate statements about how much they care about humanity, and because of that, they that they can't have the baby on their show for what he said. Yet 90% of the artists they book, music is about drugs and murder, and it's totally fine to them. Like, first of all, I hate when people try and, like, try and act like you can't do both. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it has to be one or the other. It's like a process, nigga. We don't all... It's like, okay, we put him out for these homophobic statements. Cool. Maybe we can tackle... Uh, rappers talking about, and not even just rappers, I mean singers too, talking about drugs and murder and shit like that. Um, I also was just having a conversation with my friend about like how 
I low-key be feeling like, even though I be hyped, now I'm not even going to sit here and talk, act like I don't listen to this shit or anything like that on a daily basis. And how it's just become a norm for, like, rap culture. But I do feel like niggas talking about murdering other niggas is, like, anti-black. Because why, why are we rapping so passionately about having killed somebody? Why is that? Why are we doing that? Um, so yeah, um, additionally, I just feel like he was saying that in, um, damn, why is always someone calling me? (laughs) My bad. That was an important call, but, um, (laughs) I just feel like he was saying that in support of the baby and it just, it wasn't hitting the way he thought it was. It was not hitting at all, if if we're being real. But yeah, so um, I just want to read what this tweet said. <laughs> it's from um, at Fluffy Black Boy. I love that. That, by the way, that's super cute. Um, in the immortal words of Cat Williams, you can't just walk in the club and say, fuck everybody in the club and expect to walk back to your car. Like, what? what is not connecting for not only the baby and the whole entire rap community like bitch there's consequences for your actions and there's consequences for your words use all of those things wisely period and that's it that's that on that okay now i'm done for real um (laughs) i'm done for real um i think yeah, that's that's all I have to say on that. So onwards to the main topic, which I just wanted to briefly, I guess, talk about um, the wildfire, um, basically the environmental crisis that the entire North American continent is going through, along with various other continents. Um, but they're experiencing different issues like flooding or, well, really flooding, yeah, um, and landslides and things of that nature. So Here um, for us on the Western Hemisphere, um, wildfires are becoming more and more frequent. So human activities have produced more noticeable climate change this year than in previous years, as you could probably tell by how fucking hot it is outside. Um, (laughs) And, you know, I live in the Southeast and I grew up born and raised in Florida so, you know, climate change, climate change has been like, I feel like more noticeable specifically to me for my region, because those uh, hurricanes, for instance, are like something that always occurs, but they've been more and more frequent, more and more monstrous and dangerous and deadly. Um, they continue to break records year after year type thing. And so to me personally, I feel like the uh, global warming crisis has been more noticeable. Um, and flooding has been even more catastrophic as well. Um, but as for the West Coast of the United States, you know, wildfires have become, like I said earlier, increasingly more frequent due to rising global temperatures, which um, has intensified um, due to the rigid dry air, which, you know, is somewhat good for them, you know, as far as like, you know, the whole wine industry um, for California. Um, but the lack of rain and the high ass temperatures combined, um, 
is never a good thing. Um, Marcus Kuffman's uh, spokesman for the Oregon Department of Forestry, he says, uh, normally the weather predicts what the fire will do. And in this case, uh, the fire is predicting what the weather will do. Um, he's talking about the bootleg fire in Oregon that has been burning continuously. And they honestly don't think that uh, any sort of man-made thing can p help put out this fire. They're going to need nature to take care of it type shit. Like nature's like, bitch, I got to do every fucking thing. Come on. It's, it's not giving. <laughs> I know, I know Mother Nature is just so sick of us. Like, she's like, I got to do this. I got to do that. And y'all don't take care of shit. Y'all don't do nothing for me. Where is my appreciation? But, <laughs> but I just think that it's insane that this fire has been burning so long, along with like, um, different fires in like central Canada. Um, so North America as a whole is just experiencing like I said, an environmental crisis. And, and according to the New York Times, I'm just going to kind of read through this, but um, this little, um, I should say paragraph I pulled from them. Um, in recent weeks, a series of near relentless heat waves and deepening drought linked to climate change have helped to fuel exploding wildfires. In Southern Oregon, the bootleg fire grew so large and hot that it has created its own weather, triggering lightning and releasing enormous amounts of smoke. But more than 80, 80, 80 large fires are currently burning across 13 American states and many more are active across Canada. Um, end quote um, from the New York Times. So yeah, just in case you thought that this doesn't affect you, like, oh, that's just way over there. Like that ain't got nothing to do with me. Like, oh, well, that's over there. You know, I don't know why we as humans do that. We'd be like, mm, it's like you concerned. You're like, damn, that's crazy. And then you're unconcerned immediately. Um, but you're like, oh, that's over there. Okay. That ain't got nothing to do with me. But the plumes of smoke caused by so many fires burning at once and so largely like they're huge ass fires. Um, they have created fine particulate matter in the air, which is carried all over the U S by certain air currents. And, you know, this is really dangerous to human health. I think like the only States that aren't really being affected by this is really uh the southeast literally <laughs> i don't know what it is about us that's not so much we've been getting hella rain and it's been really hot but that's i don't know why we're not getting hit i'm like does the air current just not affect us i don't know but florida georgia and like south carolina a little bit of tennessee alabama and i think maybe the cusp of mississippi like are not generally being affected by the horrible smoke plumes that are just all over the fucking place. But um, there's an interactive map on the New York Times that you can check out. I highly recommend looking at it because you're going to be like, what the fuck is going on? It's going to like, if you have really bad anxiety, don't look at it. But if you think you can handle it, please go check it out. But, <laughs> but yeah, um, like I was saying, the particulate matter is like really dangerous to human health and breathing in high concentrates of it, like over 2.5 can not only increase the risk of asthma attacks, but it can increase the risk of heart attacks and strokes. Um, health alerts for the poor air quality have been triggered all the way to New York City. So it, like I said, it's, it's widespread across the U.S. as far as like the fires affecting us. Um, 
And the smoke plumes are additionally so thick that they are giving um, the imageries of red sun and super hazy skies. Like this is not an aesthetic that you want um, at all. <laughs> this is not something that you want to see um, to the point where like, you know, it's looking like doomsday outside type shit. And so, yeah, North America is in an environmental crisis. And I just feel like the environment not environment the government is at a standstill like i honestly forgot that president biden was even president like i forgot we even had a president i forgot we had a government because i feel like they don't do fucking anything um and i just really want to know like what's going on i feel like they're fighting a lot of different things right now and maybe they're overwhelmed but as a government you should be equipped to handle these things because that's what the fuck our tax dollars are for but it doesn't look like I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Um, we're fighting a lot of different fronts. There's a Delta variant um, happening and they're thinking about going back into lockdown, which I'm honestly okay with, but I'm like, damn, I do have this trip to Hawaii. No. <laughs> but if it meant, if I didn't get to go to Hawaii, but it meant that thousands of lives have been saved, I would be okay with that. But it doesn't seem like everyone else is okay with saving lives. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The world is is going crazy. Um, I know. I feel like every time something crazy happens, we're like, it's the end of times. But crazy shit always is happening. We never know exactly what is the crazy shit that's going to bring Jesus back. Like, <laughs> like Lord, is that? Is that you? No, okay, that's not him. I don't see, I don't hear no trumpets, so. <laughs> but I just beg you all to stay safe out there. It's, um, as we experience a lot of change these next few years, I feel like, um, hopefully it's changed for the better as far as like our policies go um, around um, saving our environment and around overall health and wellness. Like, I just hope that, we move into the future and it's bright, you know? I hope that I can have children and not have to worry about them having a world to live on. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, but <sighs> I'm gonna try and wrap up this episode. <laughs> Mostly because I gotta go get ready to meet up with my friends. We're gonna have some tacos. Um, and yeah. Um, I think that's it for this episode. I hope you guys have a good week and God bless. <laughs>